With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I don't know if there'll be any world records set today between the Angels and the Yankees, but the Yankees are minus 140 on the money line. The Angels are plus 115. The total set at 90. Jose Suarez going for the Angels and Clark Schmidt going for the pinstripes. Do you have a play here? Clark Schmidt. It sounds like a guy that should be on like the National Lampoon's vacation, doesn't it? Was one of the guys named Clark? I don't yes. think I've seen any of those Clark, movies. Is that sad? You've never seen one? Clark Griswold. Oh, my God. you got to see no, at least I one. Oh, Chelsea. My God. All right. Well, Jake always that, puts on it. Vegas Vacation, and I'm like, why are we watching this? It's from, like, 1980. I don't want to see these graphics on my huge TV. My TV's mm. better than this. I think Jake has great taste. That's just my personal opinion. Well, because <laughs> of that, are you going to bet on, on Clark Schmidt instead of Clark Griswold? oh i don't think so um i think for me that you look at this game and you see an angels team that's scoring a lot of runs and Mm -hmm. you see a yankees team that probably has a good chance to tee off on jose suarez uh he has not had a great start to the season the yankees are kind of feast or famine that's what makes it tough to play totals for yankees uh but i think i would lean towards the over here this is an angels team that had to also use a lot of their bullpen yesterday um because they had that rain delay and jose or jose god shohei otani only got to pitch three innings so i would lean towards the over but it's not my favorite play yeah that's exactly what i have here too based on two bad pitchers you look at the over and i don't feel comfortable laying minus 140 with the yankees because of clark schmidt star of all of the National Lampoon <laughs> movies. I don't know. I don't know how he's going to perform here. So that's going to be a pass for me. How about here in D.C.? The O's in town taking on the Nats. Orioles minus 140. The Nationals plus 115 on the money line. The total set at 9. Dean Kramer going for the O's. Josiah Gray going for the Nats. Both guys looking for their first wins of the season. Chelsea, I think the Nats might be a live dog here, which I can't believe I'm saying. Josiah Gray, I know he's 0-3. But he has been better than you think, giving up three runs in his last 11 and two-thirds innings pitched. Now, you always have to worry about run support, clearly, when you talk about Washington. But Kramer has been roughed up by everyone this season, including a loss to the A's last time out. I don't feel great about trusting Washington, but I think the Nats might be a live dog. 
Oh, I'm with you, brother. I like the Nats Ooh. either in the first five plus a half minus 130 or first five money line plus 110. Or even for the full game, you can get them on uh, the run line, which means they're getting a run and a half for minus 135. I think maybe that's the way to play it, but I'm not sure if I trust the Nats bullpen. So what do you think of those options? Do you think it's Nats first five? Do you think it's Nats first uh, full game run line? We've got plenty of options here. I would go Nats first five only because you know how it is when the Nats bullpen comes into play. And that is generally right. a recipe for disaster. So I can just see, and I like to play first five anyway, but I, I can see Josiah Gray coming out, pitching really well, out pitching Kramer. Mm. And then all of a sudden the O's tack on 17 runs in the eighth and ninth. Yeah. So I think if I'm going to play the Nats, I'm going to play with the first five. Same. It would be deciding between the money line or the first five run line, which means you get a win if they tie. But I get the argument saying that you don't want to play an underdog at a favorite price because that's kind of mm -hmm. what you're doing. But also, even if it's 0-0, zero, zero, you get a win. So I think those are two pretty safe options. Uh, well, not safe. It's still an underdog. It's still plus money for a reason. But Josiah Gray has been pitching a lot better as of late. I think he's found something because, yeah, he had a bad uh, first outing, but still his last two, six innings, one uh, earned run, five and two-thirds, two earned runs. So that's way the way I think I see it as well. The Nats in the first five in some way, form, or fashion. All right. I like that quite a bit. Let's head to Boston where the Twins are in town. Twins minus 115 on the money line. Red Sox minus 105. Total set at nine. Sonny Gray going for the Twinkies. 2-0 and with a .53 ERA. Going up against Chris Sale, who's 1-1 one one with an ERA of 11.25. Are you fading Chris Sale here? It feels like a short price for a Minnesota team that has the much better starter, at least in yeah. recent form, because I'm not sure if we should trust Chris Sale, like especially at this price. It would be one thing if you were getting some huge bargain on this Red Sox team, but you're not. Like they're only minus 105 here, and I think it's just based on the name alone. So until Chris uh, Chris Sale rounds into form, I think you got to go Twins here at a pretty solid price. Uh, their lineup has been much better. The Red Sox bullpen cannot be trusted. So I like the Twins. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You know what? I thought about the Twins as well, but here's the thing that scares me because I want to back Sonny Gray. I want to fade Chris Sale. The only thing that scares me is this. If you look at Sonny Gray's history at Fenway Park, it has been really, really bad. He is 0-4 lifetime with an ERA of 8.02. So even though I think Sonny Gray is the right call here based on how he's performed previously at Fenway, I am going to stay away. Coming up in 10 minutes, playoff basketball is finally here. And BetQL's PJ Glasser will tell us where he's putting his money tonight when we talk NBA. She's Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. This is a daily tip for BetQL presented by BetMGM. 
Chelsea, do you have a play on this Phillies-White Sox game? I don't have a play on it because it was off the board earlier, but Philly is laying about 25 on the money line. Chicago is plus 105. Total set at eight. The floor is yours. I don't do doubleheaders. I don't deal with that nonsense. Mm. Doesn't it always feel like chaos is afoot when there's doubleheaders? <laughs> yes. I'm not sure how to play these because it just has a different feel. So I'm going to do some and I'm just going to stay away. How do you feel about betting on doubleheaders? Because you know my opinion. I feel the same way. We're in simpatico here where I think, nope, there are just other games on the board. I don't even want to mess with them. I feel like it's different and it messes with the the internal clock of the guys their schedule their motivation there are too many external factors or alternative factors that you generally don't have to consider it's just not worth my time how about one game that maybe is worth our time in seattle brewers remain in town mariners minus 160 in the money line brewers plus 130 total set at eight colin ray taking on logan gilbert does this game interest you I always want to take unders for Mariners games because it is a very pitcher-friendly park. But last night we saw the Brew Crew tack on seven runs. Uh, so that makes me a little nervous because this is a Brewers offense. It's been really good. There's a reason this Brewers team is 12-5, mm -hmm. and five, and it's not just because of their pitching. Their offense has been pretty solid as well, posting some big numbers. I think that's the way I would lean, though, is the under. Both these pitchers have been good. Or maybe you just take Milwaukee at a, a plus money price. But Logan Gilbert is a hard pitcher to fade. Despite being 1-1, he has a 2-7-0 ERA on the year and also one of the best pitchers for the Mariners. So I have trouble picking a side. I think I'm going to bank on both these pitchers being good. Yeah, I think that's probably the way to go. Colin Wright is a great story. This is only his second major league start since 2021, but he was very good in his... First start, last time out, but I'm like you, Logan Gilbert, also so very good. Maybe the under is the play here. Let's head out to San Diego. The Braves in town taking on the Padres. Braves minus 135 on the money line. The Padres plus 110. Total set at eight. Pretty good pitchers matchup. In theory, Spencer Strider going up against Blake Snell. I am definitely fading Blake Snell. It is a fade Blake Snell day. Oh, for sure. I am doing this as well in the first five. Um, or you could do the full game. I think there are multiple ways to play this. That or you take the over. Because here's the thing about Spencer Strider that kind of makes it tough. He is a strikeout artist, but sometimes he gives up some runs. So maybe seven mm -hmm. and a half is too low of a total. I feel like this Braves offense could probably get this going, get this number or close to it off Blake Snell and this bullpen that has been very taxed. Uh, for a while now it's the start of the season and the Padres already have some bullpen depth issues so either a Braves team total I think it's four because this total is low or you take the Braves mm -hmm. in the first five yeah I love Braves first five and on the money line it's minus 145 so you're laying a little more juice than you are on the full game money line but Blake Snell in three starts this year has given up at least three runs in every appearance last year in the playoffs he was not good also one of those appearances this season includes him giving up four runs to the Braves in three and two-thirds innings back on April the 6th. And the Braves are third in Major League Baseball in runs scored in the first five. So Atlanta first five money line is definitely my play. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.